How do you prefer your bacon? Burned, crispy, eh, maybe a little floppy, or super duper mopey? Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch She's Having a Baby. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast where every other week we watch a different movie from the 80s and then we talk about it. I'm one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge and with me as always, pregnant? Body double? Mm. Not sure. I, I noticed that when you're trying to put your bra on, you're standing up. So I feel like a body double came in for those <laughs> shots. And then later on, when we're just seeing you and Kevin Bacon's decide to touch your belly and face, it's back to being Jamie Lorello. <laughs> oh, well, so yeah. we're yeah. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Oh, no. Peace. It was like, I don't like to give our thoughts away at the beginning of this. And I just had the longest sigh ever on this podcast. But we're here talking about 1988's She's Having a Baby. Mm-hmm. Directed, written, and directed by John Hughes. Yeah, another Hughes baby. Starring Kevin Bacon, Elizabeth McGovern, yeah. Alec Baldwin, and a bunch of, like, just like a bunch of, like, John Hughes regulars in this movie. Yeah, Pac, but it, Mrs. Poole, right? Mrs. Poole uh, is in of there. Of course, Mrs. Poole. She was in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she was fun. The neighborhood stuff is kind of fun and funny. You mentioned that was the most, um, you could relate to this. Um, I could relate to it, and it was, I think, the only times in this movie where I was getting, like, genuine, not laughs, let's not take it that far, but, but like, a, a little smiles. smirk on your face, a little where I was like, all right, well, yeah. these are like, oh, good, they've surrounded Kevin Bacon with comedic actors for a little while. I think I can watch this. Rather than, and it's nothing, again, it's nothing against Kevin Bacon or Elizabeth McGovern. I really think it's like John Hughes' inability to direct people in their 20s after he had (laughs) success with people in their teens. Like, I just don't, I don't know what he's trying to write here. Like, if this is his life, if it's like a, you know, like Stephen King so many times writes these books and it's about like, well, this struggling writer and uh, his home life isn't good. And I'm like, but this right. is just about you. This is a and, little autobiographical, yeah, right? And early on when Alec Baldwin is like, I know you want to be a writer. I'm like, oh, no, John Hughes, yeah. you're just writing your life. Monologue. And you're like, yeah. kind of fancy myself as a Kevin Bacon type. I wondered that, too. I wondered if this was like even the beginning of his relationship with his wife, what it was like, if he really did quit school or, you know, didn't go back for his... Yeah, you wondered how much of it was just him right. expressing how he felt on, you know, before he had his first kid, but in an extreme John Hughes way. That uh, I know you said that you don't it's not necessarily Kevin Bacon's fault, but I kind of think in some ways if and I can't think of what actor it's not like I have a replacement actor, but if there sure. was a different actor in that role, it would have played differently, you know? Yes. He's very he, he's very mopey. 
It's yeah. just it's just mopey all the time because mm-hmm. he can't hit the comedy beats because he's mm-hmm. not wacky, right? And he's right. not he's not selling his line delivery. He can't hit any emotional moments. I actually mm-hmm. thought his best moments in this movie were playing opposite Alec Baldwin. Yeah, like when they I were agree. in the car at the beginning, it was fine. Mm-hmm. And later on, when Alec Baldwin brings his girlfriend over and they're sitting in the kitchen. I thought that was fine, too, but mm-hmm. I think it's just because Alec Baldwin's really good. Yeah. And really good at being a slime ball. Waving that, like, cow creamer at him while he's oh, talking. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. what is this thing? I found that genuinely kind of funny, but it's not Kevin Bacon doing it. No. No, it's not. That's why that's where we think we're a little lacking here. Like you had said earlier, they don't give Elizabeth McGovern much no. to do. No, and it's disappointing because... She seems ready and able, right? I think sure. that if her character was given a little more, was a little more fleshed out, that then too we'd enjoy. Because even they have that little fight scene after they meet the terrible girlfriend, Eric Baldwin's terrible girlfriend, and they're fighting upstairs, and she is screaming at him. At and the I kind top of like of that. Her but I kind of like it in that she just doesn't care. And right. she's. Uh, and the, what I remember from seeing this movie were a couple of lines. I said one to you at the end of our last podcast when they're eating just their fish. Listen, and she you said goes, the name of a fish. She says, Grouper. It's Grouper. And there's something else she says where she's like, Anywhere but in this room or in this bed. Uh, and it's, I don't know. She had more, um, when she was allowed to, she had more charisma. Mm-hmm on screen than he did and he got a lot more screen time kevin bacon's just like a wet blanket in this movie Mm. and i do like the guy like i think that he is a talented actor and i've seen him in really great stuff i and this is why i'm trying to blame the material maybe i shouldn't be blaming as much as kevin bacon Mm -hmm. but yeah i he's He's such a dud in this movie, he and is. I could not—I couldn't stop because we're spending so much time with him, and mm-hmm. he's just—and and here's the, here's the thing that that I will say because I think some of it is—I don't want to speak for you—some of it's my fault for being someone in my forties now watching this movie thirty plus years mm. out. Maybe this would have landed at the time and maybe it would have landed had I been the same age as these characters. Right. Right. But looking at this now, I'm just like, I kind of dislike our main character. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know where to go from there. Yeah. There we've given our feelings on the movie. I, so yeah, right away, <laughs> right away. Like we normally sprinkle them through or we say, we don't want to ruin our thoughts or, and, and then we just ruin them by saying, I'm not a big fan of it, but we really went into it here. I got to tell you, a movie that I was shocked that I was thinking about so much during this movie was The Money Pit. And how The Money Pit did such a great job. yeah, of having a dysfunctional relationship work. Two people who kind of just got together. Mm -hmm. Two people who might be slightly older than these characters, but still roughly the same age. Right. Just getting used to each other and this new life. And it's funny and in spots, they seem to genuinely care for each other. Where in this movie, until a baby, spoiler, is born at the end, I was like, I think Kevin Bacon might file for divorce tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, I was convinced that she, I wasn't 
And I had seen it. And I wasn't so uncertain that she wasn't going to go for the pass that Alec Baldwin made. I thought, yep. well, maybe she is. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I loved you, too. And thanks for finally noticing, you know? 100%. <laughs> uh-huh. And when she didn't, I was like, what are you doing? Are you <laughs> are you seeing what I'm seeing? Because Kevin Bacon, he's like a like a floppy grouper in that bedroom and you got Alec Baldwin right here. Yeah, even with their sweet, awkward little black and white flashbacks that they did to let us know that they've (laughs) known each other for a while. I was ready for way more of those than like two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming some of them got cut because the movie, well, what was it? An hour and 45, was it? Yeah, hour 45. I'm sure there was more, like, like just babble bullshit like flashback stuff yes. and like there i mean we kind of had that little lawnmower musical number that i'm glad they kept in because i enjoyed it but it's very random uh, i mean the <laughs> amount of times that kevin bacon breaks from reality makes me think he might have some sort of psychosis yeah. and i want to like, dive into that so the movie becomes yes. more interesting but you're right like why there's i don't know why these two people are together I don't know. I don't believe in their love. I don't believe in their love. I don't want him to fight for their love. I I don't want them to have a baby. When she stops Uh, taking the pill, I'm like, what are you doing? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You want to bring a child into this relationship? No. You two are a hot mess. Because you're right. I mean, they had chances to redeem this. That flashback could have been something, but there's no dialogue. They look at each other from across... A shitty college basement party. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm supposed to see a connection here. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to fill in all the gaps in my head right. of how we got to this wedding and baby in the first place. Cause it doesn't. And the title is she's having a baby, but there's no real mention of the having of the baby till we're like three quarters of the way into the movie is when <laughs> finally we have the she's not taking the pill, the parents are bringing it up. But most of it is about him kind of finding himself in his career and how crappy their marriage is, how hard yes. being married is for them. Yep. Not them. Him. Him. Yeah. This is a Kevin Bacon sob story for the yeah. longest time. And I'm like... You promised me a baby in the title yeah, of this exactly. movie. Where is this baby? I don't even see a bump. There's not even a bump. <laughs> no. Give me oh. more Lamaze classes. Give me more. I, I need I need to be involved in that end of things. Yes. And I, I imagine a movie you brought up earlier that I had not seen. I could imagine that nine months yeah, is Yeah, it was that. silly and fun I could, with all And of it, yeah. listen, you put, you know, you get Tom Arnold in. I'm assuming probably a Hawaiian shirt. I'm sure he's running around doing all sorts of crazy antics. That's what I needed in this movie. Yes, Not people arguing over, like, should I put a love seat in front of a fireplace? First of all, no, it's a fireplace. It looks gorgeous. (laughs) Why are you putting furniture in front of that? It's such a weird. This is a, I ah oh, I kind of don't even want to talk about this movie. Oh, this this movie really rap. upset me because like I I had so much trouble just watching it, and it. that sounds mm-hmm. so bad. Like this is a movie that I heard of and I've heard people talk about, and again, it's a John Hughes movie, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm expecting too much from this guy. And maybe I need to really lower my standards and then we can watch Pretty in Pink and I'll be like, that was really great. (laughs) I don't know. 
but it let's, should I have, guess let's. I'm going to transition us into talking about it yeah. because it should have given you a clue when our opening credits were the dullest, most boring <laughs> opening credits. <laughs> I was like, we could be showing like the whole, you know, the sperm and the egg getting together or a bunch yep. of babies or like a like a Lamaze class or well, there's so much footage you could have. Sh- you could have given me right. the background on how these two met. Yes. And the preparation them for the wedding day. at a college day. party yes. over these uh-huh. credits. Over the yes. credits. I don't need white text on a black yeah. screen and also one name to come up at a time. Yeah. Long After a while, I was like, boring. I'm still watching these credits. Yep. Oh, yes. So, uh, so we're we're introduced. We know it's a Kevin Bacon movie because if this starts with voiceover. Oh yeah, of He's Kevin telling Bacon the tale, going through the whole family. Like, mm-hmm. well, this is my family, and my fa-, which also comes to nothing. Like, he's uh-huh. like, the men in my family. We're kind of crazy idiots. Maybe I should have known I wasn't going to like him when he said that. (laughs) But he's like, the women in my family, they kind of keep it all together. And as he's talking about this, we are introduced to family members sitting at a church waiting for a wedding. There's uh, the old guy (laughs) and the old guy from the airport and home alone (laughs) talking about kids today, blah, blah, blah. Like kids have no personalities. I I don't know what's going on because... Even that, I was like, Let's I don't know. I took any don't notes. start no. with an old man talking about kids today. If you if you want me to like your movie and relate to it, don't start this way. Well, and now the other thing is, both sets yeah. of parents. Nobody. We've talked about the relationship being something. Both sets of parents are not happy with this wedding happening. No, nobody is excited. The parents are not excited. It's not even just so the the you know the father of the bride's a little disgruntled giving his baby daughter away. No, none of the parents. The moms right. are even just like, "What's what it is? Yeah, <laughs> just gotta put up with it." <laughs> and it really is like a weird thing where later in this movie, I'm like, "We're clearly not supposed to like the parents," but strangely enough, I'm like, "I think they had the right idea." Yeah. I think the parents were right from the jump here. These two were not supposed to be together. No, no. Why is this big wedding happening? But it is. She is dressed. Her wedding dress is full doily, head to toe. It's uh, just. <laughs> she does wear a giant doily to dinner later, which I thought yes. was kind of funny. Yes, lots and lots of doily inspired like wardrobe. It's very bizarre. Yes. He, now I never experienced this at a wedding as we talked about, which we get some answers here on your whole, do you wear scrubs into the... <laughs> do we? Do we though? Because there's a lot that did not happen with the birth of my children. I understand true. that we're 20 years apart, basically. <laughs> they wheel her into a different room. I was like, no, they don't. She had the baby in the room. Like they put you in a room and you have the baby there. Well, and then after you have the baby, they put you in like... A hospital room with like a hospital bed, but they have like baby rooms and that's where she was at the beginning. And then they took her into an operating room before yeah. they knew there was a problem, which was like, well, I, you're doing this out of order. <laughs> the bride is apparently ready, but mm-hmm. the groom is still, I thought the grooms are supposed to be all lined up and ready at the front, right? He is still in his car, not ready for the wedding. Um, we don't get to see her really kind of walk down the aisle. We more just see them right yep. do exchanging their vows. Yeah, we don't um, see her walking down the aisle. No. We don't see her friends. Mm-mm. We don't uh, get any. We don't get anything but her cranky dad mm-hmm. and her personality-less mom. Yeah, yeah. 
a, we do get a whole prayer. It's a Catholic wedding, I think, because we do get lots of prayer time. Very long. Those Catholics' weddings, man. Yep. Those things are, you know you're in for it then. You know yeah. you're sitting there for a long time. Yeah, you got some, some time to kill here. But, but, but um, vows are exchanged. In the middle of these vows exchanges, when we get our first what we see happen when Kevin Bacon's character kind of departs from reality yes. for a minute. So all of this, the vows start in. One of the vows is, one of the serious vows is, will you pledge thy troth? Is that, what is that? I don't know what that means, because I'm like, you mean a thing that you put mortar on bricks with? Like, is that? I thought a trough was what the, what like a pig pig eats out of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. I don't, oh, wait, maybe I think, that's a I'm thinking of a trowel. I'm thinking of a trowel. Oh, okay. And okay. you're thinking of a trough. I don't know what a trough is. Or, or maybe it's with a TH. And I'm it's something sure. I've never heard of. I'm not no. sure. The vows, the vows, even when they were the real vows, were confusing to me. And then they go into this spiral of vows that aren't real. Like, will you always right. promise to tell her she looks nice and always be patient and pay for mm-hmm. the minivan and the mortgage? And, uh, right. and sometimes you come home with flowers. And yes. You, you know comforter she's having a bad day it really is like a you know what the problem with marriage is women yes am i right yes this movie at one point in this movie i was like so wait a second women don't like to have sex am i learning this now is john hughes teaching me something that that women get no pleasure or enjoyment from sex whatsoever all right okay um Noted, I guess. <laughs> Such a this, this movie has some very bizarre messages in it. Um, but there's just a couple things I, I do want to touch on that you kind of went, and I know we talked about this movie for a half hour beforehand for our patrons. Um, you say he's out in the car. He's out in the car with his best friend, Alec Baldwin. Right. And Alec Baldwin's really like giving him an out. Like, oh, uh, yeah. you say the word, dude, and we're off. Don't worry, you know, you'll, she'll understand. You talked about his dreamy eyes and for a minute he's almost like, like seducing Kevin Baldwin or Kevin Bacon, sorry, (laughs) combining the two. He's Uh like, you know, we can run off together. We could just leave right now and we don't even have to do this. Jamie, if they kissed in this movie, it would not have surprised me. Either here or later, I would not have been shocked if this kind of took an almost like chasing Amy turn where he's like, I don't know, I guess we could do a threesome with your (laughs) wife or something. Like I would not have been all that surprised if that happens because these are very, and I know it's a movie, but these are very like, I love you so much. You're my best friend. And Mm -hmm. I miss like conversation. I'm not saying these conversations do not happen between friends. I'm sure they do just because I've never been involved in one doesn't mean it doesn't (laughs) happen. But it, it, it really got kind of intense at times, and I was interested in this movie during those moments mm. because I felt but it more deliver. of a connection <laughs> between these two characters yeah. than he and his future wife, I yeah. guess. I agree. I agree. We see a lot of chemistry flowing between these two, and then we go into and, the chapel. and Right, but also, um, real quick, during the vows, uh, we also see... Oh, the eye exchange. McGovern yeah. making eyesies with Alec Baldwin. Which... That's why later on when he comes in on her, you're like, maybe there was like a romance there that we didn't talk about, and that's substantial, but... Hey, yeah. Oh, 
well, how interesting that you would say it's possibly substantial, but because it has to do with Elizabeth McGovern, it's never brought it's up. Like yeah. when they're almost making out, I was like, can't someone just mention their past or can't Alec Baldwin just bring up there was that one night? Well, he see, does say decide. something like, you're the only one I ever loved. Yeah. And I'm like, you skipped like eight steps in this conversation. Yeah, like where did you guys have, have a relationship first? I do like her response to that when she's like, no, you're the only one you've ever loved. But so I wondered if the tension was because between them was because they had something in the past, which again, yes. I would have liked to see some of or get to know a little bit of, or if the tension yes. was because it was like she was taking him away from his friend. Um, right, but we don't yes. get the idea that, like, I mean, we don't like the Kevin Bacon character necessarily. We don't necessarily like him, but we don't get the idea that he's as swarmy as the Alec Baldwin character. You know what I no. mean? Like, but, but like you said, like, I almost, I needed, and, and not that we need more in this movie, but it, it's almost like I needed, when Alec Baldwin comes out with that, I'm going to call her a floozy, yeah, That's she insulting, was, but yeah, whatever. But, yeah. And and they're talking at the table. I needed Alec Baldwin to be like, listen, there was a time at college. Listen, oh, she yeah. had not met you yet, yeah. but she and I got together. Like, I just needed something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Bacon to confront her about it or whatever, and her to be like, listen, we hadn't met yet. It was no big deal. That would explain the church looks that would explain what happens the, later the awkward tension between them yeah no yes. no it's and it would have made it things a little more interesting in the dynamics of of the whole relationship and would have could explained you? some of the tension yeah. kevin bacon's character could have repeatedly kept bringing it up like he brings up yes. the tension between the parents you know he could exactly. have been like and i oh. can't really trust you with you know and oh were you jealous yep. of the floozy she brought you know he brought mm-hmm. or whatever and yeah. that, like you said, they don't get into you that. You said something there. Could you even imagine if this movie was interesting? Could you imagine? Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest thing I got out of this is I'm not interested in anything I'm seeing no, right now. No, no. <laughs> well. All right. So they do get married um, and we get some, you know, dialogue while they're going on their honeymoon. Uh, they got married their senior year of college uh, that's not, a big not advised young young <laughs> listeners i i am not trying to tell you what to do with your life but no. take some time at least well and they don't really he says this they don't really go on a honeymoon away they go right. they drive cross country to new mexico where he is mm-hmm. she convinces him to get his master's degree to go back to school so they're yes. they skip the honeymoon which again young listeners i don't recommend that either Take a honeymoon, no. dang it. Yeah, um, take vacations when you can. Don't assume like, oh, we could do all this when we're older, when our YOLO. kids are gone, when we retire. You could die. You don't know yeah, what's going to happen. You, <laughs> like, you only live once, friends. Anyway, there's a little nuggets of wisdom from DP and Jamie. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Relationship advice, we've got it on this podcast, too. Uh-huh, yep. um, <laughs> You might not want to take it but i mean we'll I mean, give it to you you can listen to it so he's yeah. he is miserable in everything like he's not exactly excited about being married and he doesn't like grad school and she's really doing her best to make things work and he tells her pretty much while they're living out there in their cute little new mexico apartment like 
yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. I want to do this. And what was his major? They talk about what his major was. Oh, it's adorable. It's uh, His major was advanced languages, <laughs> uh, but he did have a minor in Elizabethan poetry, <laughs> which is really great. Like, yeah. I, like that's a fun thing. Yeah. But... You know, it's, I don't want to say, like, it's a very 80s thing to laugh at, but nowadays, I don't know. Like, I worked with people that did the same job as I did and had insane degrees in all sorts of disciplines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Employers are kind of like, I don't know, could you get out of school in four to five years? We'll hire you. Like, well, that's what ends up you, happening. You have your shit together enough to study for tests, so I guess come aboard. We could come on. So he, he, he when he first quits grad school, he, yeah. the, he again, we have a weird flashback where he talks about not working on the docks. This is the grandpa flashback, what? right? Wow. Wow. It doesn't I, happen okay. enough. We're not consistent with this. I would have loved to see little flashbacks where he as a boy yep. is getting this advice throughout the movie from his grandfather yes, exactly. about being a man. And that when Especially he has these moments... In this mm-hmm. flashback, it appears that Kevin Bacon grew up in the 19... Yeah. <laughs> like, this is... He's like a like, Benjamin Button type of guy or something. Yes, yeah. exactly. There's, yeah. there's literally one of those wind-up symbol monkeys on the floor yeah, of this palatial estate uh-huh. in front of a roaring fire with his grandfather in, like, a... Upon his grandfather's lap. Jacket. Yeah. Right? I'm surprised he wasn't wearing one of those, like, Bob Cratchit stocking caps. Uh, Yeah, well, it wasn't quite the evening yet. We're still early in the day. It looked absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I'm so glad I had closed captions on, because please don't get a seven-year-old to deliver this much dialogue. (laughs) I couldn't understand most of what this kid was saying. But basically, it's a conversation between his grandfather and him, and his grandfather saying, like, you don't, you know, you don't want to work on the docks. You need to go to college and get your master's degree. And exactly. Yeah. And so uh, flash forward, Kevin Bacon has quit his grad school and is working at a doc job. Um, yeah. Is only what is brief. his job? What is, I, like, he's what is his typing job? articles for the doc? I don't know. I don't typing know. Typing on a typewriter? <laughs> and I couldn't understand because was this a job that his father got for him who how did he what i don't his understand. father or his father-in-law or whatever because there's also conversations before this where he's like well you're not gonna get a job you're not gonna work because she's like i am so bored i guess yeah. she's hanging around this tiny apartment all day cooking multiple types of fish I was like, yeah, I love like that she doesn't too. have a job she gives him won't one let her go to school like yeah. it seems very bizarre i agree Again, she can't get what she wants. And the only time she kind of decides what she wants is a baby and has to trick him into having a baby. Like, I was like, that's really terrible. That's a terrible thing to do to somebody. But also, I'm like, you know what? If she mentioned a baby to him, I I don't think he'd be on. Well, look what he does. He's got that vision of himself exploding like a. Speed bullet train or something. Oh, well. Now we ahead. move on to dinner with the, with her parents. The parents, yeah. And this is where we are told that it's they've been married for two years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how is time working in this? Well, now they but, moved back. They were in New Mexico. He tried to go to grad school. He must have got some other job. And now they've moved back and they bought a house. Right? Do we already see them buy the house? No, and start we, fixing we, it up. 
No, we see that after he gets the job with the principal from the Breakfast Club. Ah, uh, yes, um, yes, yes. No, this is just right now her parents are like, you're aimless. I can't believe she's working because you're such a bum. Yeah. And the dad is pretty harsh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the mom's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so surprised it's not like every time we saw her, she was drinking or something like that. Yeah, like, it yeah, seems yeah. like that would be just another thing to pile Again, on to interesting. That would have made it interesting. Wouldn't that have been interesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and he has visions of them around a trash can fire in an alley, and oh, he's yeah. burning his yeah. book. Blah blah blah. It's whatever. So, this is where they finally start to get their act together because he decides to apply for a real job somewhere. Well, um, he applies for at an advertising company, but at the interview, we find out they they kind of come at him and. It, it really was something where I was like, did these guys seriously make time in their day just to beat this kid up for lying on his resume? But they do. They Well, he completely, they, they come up, they find out he's completely lied on his entire resume. He said he worked at a company that's like a sister company to theirs. So they know right. he didn't really work there. Their whole, his whole resume, they say, is a total lie. But after ripping him apart, they kind of respect that about him. Yeah. And so they're going to hire him anyway. This again, it's like, oh, these are kind of fun actors hanging around with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. when he's yeah. like, you're full of shit, aren't you? And he's like, yep, I'm totally full of shit. I love it when he goes, how do you feel about slave wages? Oh, yeah. He goes, I, I'm fine with that. And then he goes, how do you feel about alcoholics? And he goes, I love alcoholics. <laughs> I kind of like it's a there random were times arrangement, in yeah. this movie and we're not too far into the movie yet where I'm like, okay, this could pick up. This yeah. could become something. Yeah. And then later on, I was like, oh, these are just funny moments that happen every 20 minutes or so. And that's yeah. it. And then they fizzle into like blah. Yeah. 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 Cause, cause we get a lot of this movie takes place in, Kevin Bacon's head. Mm-hmm. And in this one, he's in an office that gets smaller and smaller. Oh, right, right. Kind of like a being John Malkovich thing. Remember in that movie? There was like, they worked oh, on yeah, like the, the eight doors. and a half floor. Yeah. That's what this kind of reminded me of. As he's sitting at his desk, the walls kind of close in on him because, oh, isn't it terrible to be a guy? Isn't it terrible to be a guy in this He's got to take the train to work every day. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, this is where I wrote my notes. This movie is just two depressed 20-somethings picking fights with one another. They are, because this is when this is now when they are in their house, their new house. Yep. And they're fighting about the furniture placement. They're fighting about... Uh, their parents, he says yep. he would do anything for them. They're his flesh and blood, and that kind of upsets her. She's like, well, then what am I? I'm going to chop liver. They have newspapers that are taped together to the to size of couches the furniture. and yeah. tables yeah. to kind of plan this At out. At first, I was like, are they getting ready to paint? Or No, but no yeah, it's that's what layout. I was thinking, too. Yeah. Oh, also, does she drive him to the train station every morning just so they she can does. smooch? And that's the weird thing. So they fight a lot, and we don't really see you. And then all of a sudden, she's there at making out passionately at the train station. And she's like, I'm going to miss you today. But you don't see the in-between. You don't see... At the very end, when he has that sad flashback, when she, he thinks she doesn't know what happened to her, 
and she's given birth or whatever and you see that flashback of them painting the house and and running in the rain i'm like where were these moments well, this whole yeah, movie that jamie that was one thing and you know what's really bad you painted that as a negative and you're right it's a negative in my notes i put it as a positive because i was so glad they just weren't showing us scenes that we saw before oh yeah but you're right because we saw no scenes of them having enjoying each other together. yeah no no, it really is like there was a secret movie going on the whole time <laughs> that we just didn't see of this where they joyful had a good couple. Yeah, but what we're seeing is they're fighting all the time, and now, yeah. now we're seeing them. This is this is fun. The neighborhood hangs is fun uh-huh. because it's not just the two of them. It's like you said, Kevin is talking to the neighbors, uh, and it's all about lawnmowers. And when she's talking to the ladies, one of which is Mrs. Poole, who is, uh-huh. she talks about the little cross-eyed boy with the empatago. Oh, yep. that's so funny. Um, it's, but it's great because it's very these real. are our main characters surrounded by very funny character yes. actors. Yes. Just riffing. Like, I yeah. really think some of them are just going off script yeah. and having fun. They were just doing a little improv. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's really great. Mm-hmm. I do like how the one guy, uh, John Aston, we saw him, he was in some kind of wonderful. He played, uh, the guys, uh, the kid's dad, um, in that, but how he's talking to the other guy about how he, he lets his hose lay out in the sun. Oh, and gets yeah. The, the argument about the hose the and it dog, burns his dog. burns it, yes. <laughs> I did think that was really funny, yeah. too, especially later how his wife yells at him for burning the dog. I was yeah. Like, All right. These are bits of levity in this movie that much needed are sorely needed and, and don't come from our main players. No. Next, we have the little bit of tension in the movie. So that was fun, meeting the neighbors. This is this is the big... When we meet the neighbors, it's the... it's Oh, no, this is not the cute neighborhood uh, where all the tables are Oh, the are dancing? Out. Yeah, no. Oh, that's no, later. No, that's later, yeah. That's no, when I we think have... he really, like... He might be a schizophrenic. Like, when yeah. he sees this happening... I was like, oh, I'm kind of worried. For We're really detached from reality. Person. Like the Italian girl, I'm not sure if she's real. Oh, but I, I would almost guarantee you she's not real. I was waiting for that reveal in this movie for her to just be not real or just like almost like a, um, uh, oh God, like almost like a vampire's kiss when yeah. he assaults her on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, I met you once, dude, but what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... That was really weird. That yeah. Was, that was that really whole thing weird. was really weird. I love how we watch a sex dream where he doesn't even have sex. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Well, before he meets this, his Italian little lady, he uh, Alec Baldwin comes into town um, yes. from New York. Um, they have, now we know they've been married for four years, I think. Or maybe it's still two. Alec Baldwin makes some reference to they haven't yeah. seen you since we're married and you're married for X amount of years. Alec is there with his girlfriend. Is she wearing? Um, yep. Is that a watch around her ankle, or is it, it a? Uh, it looked like a belt, like a tiny belt okay. to me. I wasn't sure yeah. if she was under like house arrest, like it was one of those little things. It did look like wear, an ankle right? bracelet, like, like a like wait, a monitor. Yeah. 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 No, this no, is a whole interesting like a calf, exchange. It was like a calf belt. I I don't really know what's going on here, and also I think it's important for our viewers to know how quickly we're going through this because. This is more than 40 minutes into this movie. And right before this scene, I said to myself, 
isn't Alec Baldwin third build in this? Like, we have not seen him since the wedding. Well, mind you, there's been no... She's having a baby. There's no mention of a baby so oh, no, far. No, 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 That's just to get you in the door. And you're like, where's this baby movie? I was supposed what the to be heck? Seeing. I thought she was all about making a family. No. So Alec Baldwin is visiting his girlfriend. He lives in New York, and he, they talk about... This is kind of real, where people from New York or L.A. are like, oh, I love L.A. or oh, I love New York. Mm-hmm. And they, they hate Chicago or whatever. And Alec... Or um, Kevin Bacon's kind of into it. Like, yeah, yeah, I love L.A. too. And yeah. Elizabeth's like, you've never even been there. Like, what do you even know? Or his wife. Um, and you could see Alec Baldwin's still kind of arrogant. And the girl is, like you said, she's, lack of a better term, she's a bimbo. She said she's in some video. And he's like, what do you do? Are you in a band? She's <laughs> really, really rude great. to him. She's like, no. And he's like, well, what did you do? And she, like, licks the, like, a bottle? Like a glass. Like a glass. Yeah. And... Basically, that's what she does in a G-string on her. In her it's video. I. I, I actually found this pretty funny when she's like, "That's what I do." Yeah. But MTV rejected the video because of the nudity. Yeah. She goes, "I was wearing a G-string," uh-huh. and I love Kevin's Bacon. Kevin Bacon again, probably his best part of this movie is just his reactions to this woman talking yeah, where he's like yeah. he's oh, so excited I can't believe they yeah. reject nudity I can't uh, you were in a G-string Can, are you listening to this honey can you believe this and she is not having it his wife is pissed as she should be she's yeah. like what the hell this my husband is drooling over this slutty girl and yeah also I'm not gonna I don't want to put this on this you know newly married sorry they've been married for two years couple but like this was their plan was to sit on opposing couches oh, yeah. and uh talk yeah, like there's no dinner go to me. a restaurant yeah. or yeah. something or at least serve them dinner or drinks or something <laughs> sit yeah. there with nothing it appears yeah. that kevin bacon is the only one drinking diet coke oh yeah that's right because he's like it's diet is that okay they mentioned she oh this is so this girlfriend character only gets worse besides that she's you know she also says she's in town for her mother's funeral but she could basically care less about it when they're like oh i'm so sorry she's like yeah you and neiman marcus and this is all just more points are deductive off of elizabeth montgomery's list for why this girl is Mm -hmm. worth her time but they say that they're staying at a hotel and Kevin Bacon opens his big fat mountain and is like, you need to stay here. Right. Yeah. Now we flash over because <laughs> apparently that conversation was had. And like you said, because this couple had no plans to really entertain their guests for tonight, they go to bed early, I guess. Just, when, <laughs> when we go back to Alec Baldwin and her still sitting on the couch, I was like, oh, they haven't moved. Like, no, and I guess really these two just at some early. point excused themselves, just said... Well, we're going to go to bed. And while they are upstairs getting ready for bed, you're not sure. You're like, so did they accept the offer to spend the night? Yeah. Because Elizabeth Montgomery starts screaming at him saying like, I can't believe you would invite them over. She's a terrible person. Of her life. Yes, screaming. Like, I don't think you can emphasize that. This is yelling where I was like, well, clearly these people are not in this house. Like if they accepted the offer, they went. Back to the hotel to get their things. Yes, and, and that's this is why when she's, she's expressing like herself. This. Right, right. He even says at one point, like, "You're saying all this stuff, and they're they're here." And she's like, "I don't care if they're gonna hear me." <laughs> right, and she's also like, "And also, you're not sleeping in this room. Yeah. You're not sleeping in this bed. 
get out. And then we flash back to Alec Baldwin and the and his girlfriend. And I laugh how the girlfriend is like, "Boy, she's got a set of lungs on her, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how are you two are still just sitting? So they're on just this sitting couch. there and listening. They're just sitting there and listening. Then we have a little. I guess that Alec decides to just leave his girlfriend on the couch, and we have a little best friend chat. Uh, well, no, they're in a spare room. We see them having sex in just a few minutes. No, but first he's got this little talk he has with. No, no, yeah, right, because because um, Kevin Bacon's not allowed to sleep in the bedroom, right. so yeah, they they sort of end up in the kitchen. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and they have a little little heart to heart. With the, uh, you had mentioned the little ceramic milk. Yeah, it's like a, thing. again, not a nice heart to heart, but it really is Alec Baldwin being like, man, you want to write? You should be in New York. Like, that's the place to be. He's like, we could be two cool dudes tearing it up in New York yeah, right now, but you cool, had to get married. Two cool and crazy dudes. <laughs> and he tells him, you know, you're, I don't, you're not happy. I can tell. And this is not the right life for you. And, um, and it basically, he also tells him that uh, his wife is drowning him, that she's yeah. pulling him down, that he could be a better, he could be a writer, he could have a different life if, if he wasn't with yeah. her. And and Kevin Bacon's like, you know what, there's more to life than getting laid. Like, I really, again, he's making an argument that he loves Elizabeth Montgomery, but we're not buying it because they don't seem happy. And I totally, first of all, you should never talk your friend out of any sort of relationship they're in. And you and I have probably been in this situation yeah. where you have a friend who's seeing somebody that you don't like, but you're mm. not going to say anything while they're still with that person. Yeah. But Alec Baldwin saw him hemming and hawing on his wedding day, hasn't seen him in two years, and you saw that display on the couch and then what was going on in the bedroom. Like, Alec Baldwin is 100% kind of right on with everything he's saying well, right now based on what he has seen what he's right what he's witnessed here um like you said he's kevin bacon cannot sleep in his room right. so he sleeps on the floor and he does get a little sneak peek of his buddy just having sex and, and yeah with the door open in his house it is it is fun when he says to alec baldwin like do you have feelings for her? And he's like, oh god no yeah and i hope she doesn't have feelings yeah. for me either that's kind of fun. Yeah. Also, did you assume they were now at this club with Alec Baldwin? And I, that did. Girl? I did. Because why were they there why? otherwise? Well, they, I wish we had a, a little better lead up to that, where maybe he's like, telling her, like, let's go, go try new things. We don't right. do anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should go and try and have fun. Like Something. they have a, a post like a makeup fight almost from the from the time that Alec came over and he's uh, like I think great. I just we don't need to move to New York we just need to go out right. and do things more we're still young there's Let's like go a, to this there, new club. yeah there's like yeah. a scene missing because right. you don't introduce these New York movers and shakers and then we go to a club yeah and they're not around without some sort of discussion and even at the club you see her like again I She's kind of like like a good wife would be like kind of into it. like okay we, my husband clearly wants to go here he's like I love the beer and it's yep. a good vibe and cheap he's beer. like I paid three dollars for this yeah. I'm so happy about that yeah I'm like you're almost crying she's got Can her glass yeah exactly she's got her glass of wine and she's just like content to kind of people watch okay this is what it's he wants fine. we'll do this yep. on a Thursday night or whatever Friday night I don't know what night they went but he at this club I don't know what night. <laughs> 
You're like, I didn't see a calendar in the background with a date circled. So I don't know what day of the week it is. He does have to get up early to go to work in the morning. He, at this club, he makes Izzy's at a girl um, from across the way. With sitting, standing right next to his wife, he makes Izzy's with this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then he goes off to the bathroom, not she knowing. She looks just like Julie Delpy. Like, that's who I kind of thought it was. Uh, uh, until I was like, no, no, no. This mm-hmm. movie's too old for her. Yeah, no, no. Like those, um, oh, what, what are those movies she's in with Ethan Hawke? All those... Like before yeah, sunset, sunset, before yeah. midnight, before, uh-huh. you know, all of those. Like she had that look about her and then she spoke and I went, oh, maybe no. this woman's French, no, no. maybe this woman's not. I'm not sure. <laughs> She's totally French. I did look her up and didn't, she didn't have much of a career. I was, huh? yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm not saying I was surprised, but. Well, she follow. he takes a little potty break mm-hmm. and not knowing he's going to, she's going to follow. And she does. He's doing some kind of dance move, shaking it off, whatever you do in the bathroom, urinal. And she comes in, but he doesn't make a move. You know, he clearly gets a little excited that mm-hmm. she's come into the bathroom for him. But she's just fixing her makeup, powdering her nose. And uh, she moves on the way, but makes quite an impression because yeah. he has a dream that night. Yeah, I, I do want to mention that um, mm-hmm. I think I really beat up the writing in this movie and I'm really, you know, taking out on John Hughes and maybe the more I talk, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe it's Kevin Bacon's fault because the line here is pretty funny and with another more comedic actor, it would have been great when she says, do you come here a lot? And he's like, well, I mean, I was here earlier, but I have been having a lot to drink. And she's like, no, I'm not talking about the bathroom. And I'm just like, oh, Kevin Bacon kind of fumbled that. Like, that yeah, could have actually been funny. It didn't hit right. Yeah, it mm-hmm. didn't. I agree. Yeah, he has a dream. He hears somebody breaking into the house. Um, he arms himself with a golf club. I got to say, Jamie, I got a golf club under my bed, too. Do you? Yes. All right, you're ready. Like All I said, right. the lawnmower conversation where he's bored with that and maybe the golf club were the only times this movie Relatable. I actually felt yeah. some sort of connection or that okay. he was a real person. Basically, we find out that it's just this uh, clumsy, sexy girl came into his house and knocked over snow shovels, all sorts of stuff. I don't even know if they make out or anything. And She does this whole, again, it's the dream that he's in, but she gives him this whole dialogue about, you know, we're meant to be together. That's why I'm here. And right. this is all yes. a sign. And, and they get a little hot and heavy, but I don't, no, they never actually kiss. He says no. something like, oh, we're about to. And that's when... Elizabeth, Elizabeth McGovern walks downstairs like, yeah. and, and she, she's like, hey, you're dreaming again. Uh-huh. And as if we didn't know. I like this scene because now he's at work with the guy that he works with. I guess mm-hmm. it's his boss. Mm-hmm. And his boss has the longest conversation with him where the point of the conversation is, hey, guess what, dude? Life fucking sucks. Yeah. Just get used to it. Yeah. Again, another depressing part of the movie. It's not even a little. Well, I guess it's all depressing. Yeah. Yeah, but he basically tells him, like, yeah, you th- I had the same plans as you. I was going to be a writer. Mm-hmm. I took a year off to do it, and I just got overweight, and I watched a lot of shows, and so I begged for my job back, and now here I am. Yep. And you got to stop wanting things. It's not about wanting things. It's just being satisfied with what you get. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, very depressing sort of outlook that Kevin Bacon's kind of like, well, nah, that's still not going to be me. But it still sort of scares him, jars him up a little bit. Oh, I think we have to talk about this night. 
Because this is the night where Kevin Bacon, he's gearing up to have sex, I think. Yeah. By uh, talking to himself in the mirror and saying, you want to have sex. Mm -hmm. Your wife's right in the bathroom. The door's actually open. Mm -hmm. She can clearly hear you and see everything that's going on. Then he talks to a picture of his wife's father. Yeah. And he's like, the things I'm going to do to your daughter. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this is... Very bizarre. And the whole time, he's running around in the tightest, stripiest underpants. Tightest little whiteies. And he's got some sort of like um, mouth spray that he's spraying in his mouth and on his crotch. He's flossing in bed. Don't do that. There's this, and I don't know what she is doing. He spends this whole time, and again, staring at birth control pills the whole time. Exactly. Yes. Played by a different actor. This is fun. He's fumbling around getting ready to get laid. And she's in the room contemplating whether she's going to take her next pregnancy pill or not. And it's a whole slow motion, weird angle where she drops it and it almost goes in the sink. And then she pushes it all the way in the sink. And he's just thinking like, and he's, I think, even saying to her like, hey, I'm really tired tonight. So don't even think about anything. I'm just going to go right to bed. Had a long day. But also we get voiceover where he's like. The worst idea if you want to have sex is to pretend that you're too tired to uh-huh, have sex. Uh-huh. So I guess that's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Like it's, nothing makes sense. One other moment that I thought was funny. He's got these barbells that he's oh, lifting yeah. and he's hurting himself. When she walks out and the lights are off, she like stubs her toe and picks them both up with one hand, puts them in the closet. <laughs> I did find that pretty funny. I did like too because he sprayed all this banaka everywhere. She was like <laughs> coughing and opening the window. The yeah, air. she's like. Yeah. <sighs> but then in her now, she's not even dressed. Not that she needs to be dressed sexy or anything, but she is in one of her doily PJs, and she the just, doiliest of PJs. Yes, yes. She's the one that should be wearing one of those giant nightcaps. Yes, I think she yes. <laughs> And while he's pretending to sleep, like you said, he does another voiceover. Like, I couldn't believe. Is this something a woman wants? She's coming for me? Like, Yeah. He yes. was like, for the first time ever, yeah. she initiated sex. And I was like, are you that terrible at sex, Kevin Bacon? Like, you must be the worst. Yeah. Like, I was, it was such a, again, such a bizarre thing to write and to put in mm-hmm. a movie mm-hmm. that... Isn't just like I could see this if it was some sleazy comedy that a bunch of, you know, college dudes are going to go to together and that's it. Mm -hmm. But you're selling this movie to adult men and women. And so to put something like this in your movie, it seems weird now. I can't imagine it wasn't dumb then. Yeah. But at least we get a montage of sexy ladies working in a factory. That's random, too. It's fuck? in lieu of a sex scene. <laughs> What's mm-hmm. that? That's in lieu of a sex scene. We get to see these women in, like, a, I don't know, industrial area working out in the heat. Yep. I don't know. We're supposed to be laughing, and I'm going, what is happening? What, yeah, me right too. What, well, and then what happens next? He goes outside of his neighborhood. Um, he's starting his day. <laughs> We get to see some guy with a fancy bike, and then we get the musical, the neighborhood dance routine with the lawnmowers and the... Who is this guy dressed in an Italian flag who rides a bike? Like, Again, we've never did been we, introduced did, did to this character. Talk? That's another thing. It would have been funny if, like, he's driven by jealousy, and she talks about the neighbor, the Italian neighbor who bikes rides all the time, and, you know, she that's something that... And, 
No, no. We just meet him, and then it busts into some kind of neighborhood musical. With it is all a these... synchro. Jamie, don't please don't undersell this. It's a synchronized lawn mowing dance routine, <laughs> which is kind of amazing. Again, inserted in almost any other movie, I think would be possibly better. <laughs> Yeah, you I put agree. this in "Can't Stop the Music." I am. It's on a ton board. of fun. You're by this point. You're like, "What's happening? What is happening? Yeah. Why are we back in the neighborhood? I thought we already met all these lawn mowing freaks. What's, what's right now? They're all doing a number. What? The yeah, fuck? I was like, Kevin Bacon's breaks from reality are becoming more frequent. Yeah. We just saw sexy ladies in a factory a moment ago, and now we have to see this dance now routine. Now we have a dance routine, but now we have. <laughs> then we have him. He's got the both parents over for dinner. Um, and he's grilling steaks, right? Am I missing anything after the dance? No, you're not missing anything. And I think it's fun because Kevin Bacon still seems to be riding this high that his wife wanted to have sex with him. I don't know how many days ago. He is still on cloud nine. He's flipping steaks. He's burning them. He's dropping them in the grass. He doesn't care. He is all smiles until they all sit down to have dinner and babies become a conversation. But it's so intense. The dad starts out. Of course, the, her dad is always just really rude picking on him. Talks about how terrible the steaks are. Then they get going on, like, why don't you have any kids? And there is yeah. a little bit of opposition. I think it's his father that's like, why do we have to rush them? This needs to be their decision. It's like opposite. Like, But then his mom yeah. is like, but it would be nice. Meanwhile, her mom is like, yeah, let's let them do it. Her mom says, I had a terrible birth when it came to her. I had a birth <laughs> delivery. I almost died. Like, it's fine to me if they wait yeah. because it's a dangerous thing. And the, her husband doesn't even care. He's like, yeah, I was golfing when that happened. Anyway, the guys husband, at my work have grandkids he, yeah, pictures. He really is one. like, well, you're here now. Yeah. You're not He literally dead. says that. He literally yeah. says. But you're it's, sitting here, so there's that. Again, like, this movie wants to have it both ways in that they do present our main character as kind of a douche, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. But then with these parents, it's like, oh, aren't the women so reasonable and the men mm-hmm. seem to be the crazy ones? I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what you're doing here, movie. I really don't. I don't know the message you're trying to give me, but I'm not following it. So they there's an intense dinner with the parents where it's really just a bombardment of when are you having a baby? Why aren't you having a baby? What's wrong with you guys? Mm-hmm. There's no baby. Is is Elizabeth McGovern's dad wearing dog tags around also? Mm, He might be. I think he is. It doesn't, I don't understand why. They're very tight too. They're like, it's like a choke chain with dog (laughs) tags. They have a little pillow talk then at the end of the night. Right. And she's like, you know, are you mad? Are you mad? Are you mad? He's like, no, it's fine. It's whatever. I just don't want to talk about it right now. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, do you ever think about having a kid? And he says something like, you mean like life ends or like, Something basically saying, like, I don't I don't think kids are my jam, or at least not right now. And she's like, well, can I tell you something? Yeah. But don't get mad at me, because it's pretty oh, yeah. insane. I mean, that goes on for so long where she's like, promise me you won't be mad. Well, I don't, I don't know. No, you have to promise me that you're not going to be mad. Yeah. Oh, well, she move on. She knows that what she's going to deliver. She tells him that she hasn't been taking her pill for three months now. And then he right. has another moment where he has a flash where he's exploding into a train or some sure. kind of why not crazy. Um, 
Oh, now here's the diaper ad, right? Is this where he holds the baby for the Is this ad? when a photographer from the future shows up to this guy? <laughs> like, this guy looks like he came from 100 years in the future to take pictures with his facial hair yeah. and giant black trench coat. You're like, who are you? Yeah. This guy's amazing. And Kevin Bacon is modeling with a baby. And why? They're because Kevin diapers. Bacon wrote the jingle for the diapers. Now he's also in I the don't commercial. Because his boss sits there and goes, oh, we all have to do this. And in my head, I was like, but you all have to pose with this baby. This why are yeah, you this doing so this? Weird. But and I guess he just means, listen, I worked at a, I don't want to call it an ad agency, but. I'll call it an ad agency to make it seem like I'm cooler. Mm -hmm. And um, we would sometimes have to go in the photo studio to do product shots or model shots, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And occasionally, if we weren't going to hire models, we would have to model. Mm -hmm. Especially if it was just like, I don't know, you just put this in your hand and we'll take a picture. Like, you don't need to bring in a hand model for something like that. So I kind of understand it. It's cheap. And I could see if it's a small company, but the way they talked about this company, it's a gigantic corporation. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I don't, well, and then where are they? Are they in some kind of a studio where only ladies are, like, they can't find the mom to the baby, but there are all just women that look it, like, There appears to be a fashion show going yes, on Yes, I was going to say that look like models and actresses just filing up and back and through these halls and into yeah. all of them into one of the same dressing room. That's um, what I, I was yeah. thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait, can't you have one of these sexy ladies hold this baby? Yeah. Why yeah. is Kevin Bacon doing this? And why now Kevin can't find the mother, but is gone looking for the mother and finds himself staring at all of these women obnoxiously in the, in the dressing room while this holding the baby. This turns into a movie about an abandoned baby for yeah. quite a while. Yeah. I was shocked by how much time we spent running up and down hallways with him carrying a baby. And again, this could have been another silly where the baby maybe has an accident on him. or You know what I mean? They right. could have played this, him having his first experience with a baby up. But instead it turns into him looking for the baby's mama and now finding this foreign girl from the club. and Maybe. Yeah. Again, I doubt I she's know. real. Is this a vision? I doubt she's there. I don't I, know. I, you're right. Why... Why don't they have the baby throw up on him? Yeah. Why don't they? Have, this is the most content baby on the oh, planet yeah. that he's running down the hall with time and time again. There's no tension. There's nothing, again, interesting happening Mm-mm. here. Mm-mm. We just have to spend time watching Kevin Baby not quite know how to hold a baby. Kevin Baby. I called him Kevin <laughs> Baby. Kevin Baby. Oh, Kevin Baby. Why don't you know how to hold a bacon? Um, he, well, he does, whether it's a, a, his, a figment of his imagination or not, he meets with the model or the foreign lady at the museum. Right. They have a conversation where she's like, he says that he loves his wife. And she's like, why are you here with me then? And yep. he's like, well, I don't know. And she says, that's your problem. You don't know what you want. Kind of hits home to him. He like takes a minute. And he's like, Jesus, do I know what I want? Now he rides the train all night, I guess, and chain Hold on. smokes. Just, just one second. Can we just say just very quickly one second? Yeah. Th- this woman, this girl of his dreams, this whatever, he says he's married and she's like, well, you know what? I used to be married too. It didn't work out, blah, blah, blah. 
goodbye movie. I'm going to leave yeah. now and never show up again. Because, again, I don't like, think she was real. Uh, I think she was just yes, tell, meant to it, tell him, like, yeah. He's such a weird, like, Alec Baldwin. See Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Maybe he'll come back a little bit later on. Uh, see you, imaginary girl. Uh, goodbye. These are things. Like, these are ideas and, and concepts and plot points that you set up in your movie that you never pay off. We don't, fill, we don't finish off with it. We don't. We don't. Because we don't see her again. We don't mention her again. Also, um, we talk about a Dr. Stanky that we never meet. If you introduce a character with the name of Stanky, <laughs> I want to meet this guy. I want to see what this guy looks like. Oh, yeah. Is this one? So, well, first he goes, now he goes home. This is awkward. I think you would know. If Carla is asleep, whether you sure. have come home from a shady night out or just a night out or just downstairs watching a movie yeah. and you're I'm going to I'm meeting bed. women at the Natural History Museum. That's sure, right. However your schedule works out, when you go home and she uh-huh. is at rest, do you try to undress right there at the side of the bed in front of yes. her? Yeah, I mean, you... first they turn on all the lights. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. No! What, what kind of maniac would do this. First of all, you've already told us you have an adjoining bathroom. So at the very least, go in there. He's got a huge house. Take the clothes off in another room and then bring the pile. Whatever. I was Uh watching him do this and like, what the fuck, dude? This is, she does wake up at some point and he, she says she went to her doctor and she's like, you know, I'm good. It's not, I'm not the problem. I'm, I can't get, and he's like, you must be the problem. You haven't been pregnant. We've been trying. She's like, I'm not the problem. You're the problem. And (laughs) now it becomes a thing at first. Again, he's, he's such a dick, this character. Yes. Cause he's like, Oh, but it has to do with my penis. I don't want anybody poking at it. Now, Uh what is this coat? They go grocery shopping together. What is this coat he's wearing at the grocery store? Did you notice this? No, I did not. It's like a giant cardigan sweater. I'm not sure. It's clearly winter in Chicago. Oh, wait, no, I don't Do you know? Yes, I, I think it is. It does kind of look like a gigantic sweater. Yeah, it looks like a trench coat that's a sweater. <laughs> I mean, cute that they're going grocery shopping together. Again, this could have had little funny moments where, you know, when right. the married couples are grocery shopping and they have the arguments over what to get. And instead, there's some lady. Did you notice the lady at the grocery store just like fingering the salad bar <laughs> off the side? She's just an extra standing there going, when is Kevin Bacon going to talk about his balls so I can I react? react yeah. I guess I should just play with the food that's near me in the meantime. It's very random. I was like, it is what very is that random. Lady doing? And this is this is another part in this movie where she's basically talking about how they need a sample from oh, him yeah. to check, and she's like, "It's not a big deal, right?" There's a movie. I could be getting the the name of it wrong. Um, it's, it's with Billy Crystal and it's called, I don't know, we'll always have Paris or something like that. There's a scene where he is at a doctor's office and they need a sample Mm -hmm. and it's legitimately funny because they give him like porn videos and, and nothing's working. And so he has to be like, can I go home and do this in the comfort of my home (laughs) and then like bring it back and they're like yeah but you have limited time before the sample goes bad and he like goes home and does it and then like misses a cab like it's genuinely funny and this movie 
has a chance to do something and here and just fumbles it. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's so dumb because it's just like he walks into his clinic and he's like, <clears throat> here's my sample, Lily Taylor, who's uncredited in this movie. Oh, but is an yeah, actual there actress. she is. Yeah. Yes. And then we get inside his dumb brain again and they all laugh at him and then he leaves. Yeah. Great. Way to go, John Hughes. Hilarious. Yeah, that missed it. That missed it for me. <laughs> I do like this. This this kind of made me laugh. So now he's, well, he's down in his little basement, I don't know, man cave, throwing darts. And again, depressed. Yeah. He's just depressed. He's not interacting with her. He's not with her. She's upstairs reading pamphlets and taking her temperature. And she starts screaming for him. <laughs> it's, I'm the right temperature. Come up here. Yep. <laughs> screaming for him and I like it she's screaming out of the top of her lungs again and she turns and he's right there and she's like all right I got it all ready for you I've got the pillows Mm -hmm. set up I've got the TV (laughs) on in case you get bored I've got uh she toasts him with these little drinks like she's all ready for them and then I don't know because they he knows the position that he's got to lay in and it's like in a weird and then she gets like I mean so is she taking his sperm and just injecting I don't know what <laughs> thank you she for has asking. like a um, a turkey baster yes I don't know what she's doing I don't know what's going on because I prematurely in my notes was kind of excited about this because I wrote like you're telling me that I can have sex with Elizabeth McGovern, drink wine, and watch TV at yeah. the same time? What a fun this all adventure. sounds great. Yeah. And then she pulls out a turkey baster, and I'm like, "What's the plan here? <laughs> what do you, What do the pillows have to do with anything? Are you sticking that into him? I'm very because that's." <laughs> very, very painful. Very, seems like an extra step that's unnecessary. Like, I just so everything else about this scenario is again things we've seen like in sitcoms dreamy, yeah. time and time again, yeah. except the addition of the turkey. Baster. Yeah, I didn't understand. I was like, "What is <laughs> what is happening there?" Okay, good. Yeah, Alec Baldwin's back, right? Alec Baldwin comes mm-hmm. back because the only reason anybody would come to Chicago is if family dies. Oh, right, right. That's your reason. Yes, exactly. And he's really, like, he's legitimately acting well Mm -hmm. because he shows up and seems distressed. And we've watched a movie about people that have conflict and should be upset with one another, and I'm not buying it. And the moment he shows up and looks really teary-eyed about his father, I'm like, oh, okay, this is is actually pretty good now. I'm feeling something for a moment. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and they 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 have compassion for him. She takes compassion yeah. on him. She she talks to him and saying, you know, I'm so sorry about, and we miss you, right? And you know, we've been friends for so long, and this is when he creepily makes a move on her, her um, tries to kiss her, or I don't know, to, to touch her inappropriately, and she's like, no, no. I mean, yeah. I said I love you, but I meant it as a friend, and I won't tell your best friend about this, but. Because you have, I think she says, because you do have some good qualities, but, um, and this is when he's like, you know, um, he says, you're, you're the only woman I've ever loved. And she's like, no, you're the only one I've ever, you've ever loved. Pretty Again, good. 
so much confusion here because I just remembered something that he says here because we were talking about, well, maybe they had like something, some weird like one-off fling or whatever Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. some point, which would totally make sense. But at this point, he says, haven't you always been curious what it would be like? I'm like, wait, you haven't done anything then. No, I think it's just because he's that kind of guy, that charismatic, Uh, like charismatic rather uh, but then how is she the only person he's ever loved <laughs> like what is that it's about a, because he's just uh, he's just know. saying it you're yeah. saying okay yeah. all right okay and thinking also, that she'll the, swoon for it and she doesn't which i love yeah yeah i also found out that we have now during this scene been introduced to a very large and very distracting lolita poster that hangs oh, around yeah. his in his office or his yes. little writing room yeah. and that's another thing and Listen, what I like the movie. Oh, sorry. I like the movie Lolita. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like a giant Lolita, a movie about two guys fucking basically a child. Like, I don't know if this is Again, what you want your husband to. You're not showing to. me that you're a good upstanding guy, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> right, yes. I'm kind of, I was remembering this was a conversation the lawnmower yeah. neighbor friends were having with him when they were like, hey, uh, what are you doing up there with your hands every night? We see you (laughs) there and you're doing these weird things with your hands. What are you doing up there? He's like, I'm writing a novel. Um, Anyway, I just remember thinking. Yeah, which I thought that was going to be a joke. I thought it was going to be like a... Hey, you and that wife, sometimes I see you guys up there. Yeah, and you're doing you like, to, I was really some, what kind of moves that. are you putting on her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, wait, you don't know what typing looks like? I know. Or what really kind of typing are you doing, Kevin Bacon? Like, <laughs> just, like a Frankenstein typing. I don't know. Anyway, that was a little side. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so, um, oh my God. Can we talk about the fact that he goes to work another... Why we had this for two seconds in this movie, I will never understand. He goes to work and the receptionist is like, hey, your wife called. She wants you to meet her at the library no, or the museum. The, the, secretary says, the secretary says, Mrs. Briggs called. And he says, my mom? And she goes, no, your wife. I'm like, is this the first time she's ever called your work? I'm like, you've been married for like four or five years at this point. You're not used it's to her so, being Mrs. Briggs. This movie so This character's a maniac. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I guess I'll meet you at the museum. And then he stares longingly at a picture of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Who's looking slyly back at him. I know. Why we have to cut to a shot of Michael Jordan staring. Like you said, Saucily yeah. at Kevin Bacon makes no sense because no. he's also like drinking something from a straw yeah. in the picture. Uh, well, I, Kevin listen, Bacon, go ahead. No, it's just like John Hughes. You've already mentioned Chicago 47 times. Oh, yeah. We know it's Chicago. We got it. Even in like the movie I love, Home Alone, I love it so much. But yeah, even know. like in that, we know it's in Chicago. But Kevin McAllister has to cut out a big picture of Michael Jordan and put it on that train <laughs> to go around and to fool the wet bandits. And I'm like, I get it. Like I know you love your city, but come on, man. I know, I know. But maybe it's his thing. He's gonna have Michael Jordan a little bit in each. I'm oh not God! Sure. Oh my God! I don't know if that's a thing. Michael Jordan was not in Sixteen Candles, was right? He, but was he a thing then? 
Oh, oh, you're right. He might not have been. But every time Michael Jordan was a thing, was he featured? That's he might have that. still been. Yeah, he might have still been in college. I don't know. You know what I realized? Um, not to go off on a tangent. Hmm. I think we need to do a sports movie at some point. I don't oh, think we've done no, a sports we movie. Well, if you count like that the, one running one where they're lesbians, <laughs> which I do, <laughs> I count that. <laughs> You well, and if you count the Nero karate movies. in running shorts, I am like, this is a sports movie. I'm talking about sports here. They, they do go to the Olympics. That was called personal best. Oh, just to, I, okay. You know, okay. when you're when you're hanging around, you know, the uh, water cooler at the office and you're trying to make conversation. <laughs> now you know when right, somebody says, what, bring up. what was that lesbian Olympic movie? You'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be on the tip of my tongue. I'll be ready. Best. <laughs> Close. With that hair, Eric Roberts oh, could have been mistaken for a lesbian. Pretty lesbian. He is. That Eric Roberts. Oh, oh right. I was okay. wanting some Eric Roberts in this movie just to come creepily out and make a move on Elizabeth Montgomery. Uh, first of all, better movie, suddenly. Yeah, yeah I agree. But anyway, so <clears throat> he somebody wants to, Mrs. Briggs wants to meet him at the Natural History Museum. He's his got mom? a Michael Jordan-inspired thought in his head. You could tell that, like, well, what if it's the foreign lady and she wants to meet me and that's what it is. But when <laughs> what he does do I do, meet, Michael? <laughs> take it to the hole. Just take it. What he does, it is his wife, and she lets him know that they're pregnant. And again, he doesn't look as excited as she does. No, this is important because mm-hmm. she wants to meet at the museum by this pool. And again, this little, this little fountain. Is this an important thing to them? Because as far as we knew, it was important no. to... Right. It's only important to Kevin Bacon yeah. and this mystery French yeah. woman. Yeah. Which is the weirdest thing about this because he seems very nervous. Like, oh my God, she wanted to meet me here. I guess she must have seen me with yeah, some French yeah. woman. She knows think, all about caught. it. Yeah. And you're right. Like it's not even like she says something like, "Do you remember when we came here when we were first uh-huh. dating?" No, nothing to that. It's just like I wanted to tell you myself. Mm-hmm. Let's forget where we are or what this even means I now know. that you're thinking about a French woman. I'm going to have a baby. She now. says I didn't want to tell you on the phone. I need to tell you in person. So here we go. And now we take a Lamaze class together and we have a little montage of, like you said, of a body double putting on a bra as her boobs are getting bigger, her belly getting bigger. He's folding underwear that starts out small and keeps growing. And we go through a quick pregnancy for the most part. Um, Because it's all montaged. Can we have him like putting this underwear on? Like, is that asking too much for it to be a funny scene? Like, just... Something, anything. No. He puts it on his head and she walks in. Her son, just give me anything to hold on to. I know we're late in this movie. I know now, finally, there's a baby at some point in this yeah, movie. There's gonna Spoiler, be one, right? there's not really a baby in this movie. Right, yeah. I mean, I know there is at the very end, he's holding a baby. Yeah, for but that's not. Five if you're coming seconds. here for the baby and the, yeah. and the whole story of. No, yeah, but I was like, that looks like the baby that you were sitting with with those diapers. So yeah. I, I'm not even convinced it's a different baby. <laughs> The, she is pregnant, and throughout her pregnancy, he seems to be still writing whatever he's writing. And uh, we do get a goofy little, you know, it's time, and then he he packs the car haphazardly, drives away without her. 
gets to I feel the, like I've seen this on the Cosby yeah, show yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like he gets to uh this is a cute little interaction where they're 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 he's trying to time her contractions and uh-huh. she's looking at the her focal point or whatever and yeah it's I did I did kind of like that mm-hmm. where he's like we need to come up with some sort of signal. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Grab my arm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah you can squeeze my arm. Meanwhile, then. she's just breathing her contractions it's out fine. and having a harder yes. time. And which makes me think like I'm not saying it's his fault even though I've been saying it's his fault. I'm not saying that it's John Hughes' fault even though I've been saying it's his fault, but like when he it appears that he and her are able to do this yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Like they have these brief moments, but they're never together enough. And if they are, they're yelling at yeah, each they're, other. They're never together happy. They're not allowed no. to have this. And you're right. This is a sign that they have a nice little com- comedic chemistry yeah. that they can conjure up. I like um, that she gets wheeled away to mm-hmm. a different room to have this baby. Mm-hmm. And then he's alone in the room. And I love how we actually see the nurses watching him watching on the video yeah. and laughing. I'm like, oh, maybe all of his insecurities are justified. Yeah. Like maybe everyone has been laughing. Well, at him he the is whole a little time. weirdo. I mean, he makes the bed, but then he lays on the edge of the bed and pretending to be in the Lamaze class. He pretends that he's having a baby. Himself. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. In the meantime, she, the baby is breech, and there is some danger. They go to get him. Here's a little goofy thing. They give him the scrubs to put on, and he starts getting totally naked. The nurse has (laughs) to be like, the scrubs go on over your clothes. When the nurse tries to take him back to help with delivery, he's, like, pushed away, and... It was so funny. So Barrett, for most of this movie, Wait, Barrett was is like, "This funny." Well, I'm sorry, go ahead. For most of this movie, Barrett was like, "I, I'm not." Which is like half watching it, and then at a certain point, he was like, "I think maybe when Kevin or when uh, Alec Baldwin came back, he's like, all right, I'm going to bed.' They never had anything going on. Forget this movie." But he came back out because he's like, "What's happening to her?" Because Kevin Bacon yells, "She's my wife. Let me see my wife." So Barrett comes out of the bedroom and is like, what's happening? What's going on? And then within a minute, he was like, oh, fuck this guy. I mean, this, <laughs> this movie gets insanely serious. Yes. In no Literally time. tears and blood dripping and there sad is, family. And did you see that waiting room they were in that, at the hospital? <laughs> what is that? It was not a hospital waiting room that, that I've ever That seen. looks like a waiting room from some futuristic, yeah. like, Brazil-type uh-huh. movie. Like a it was like future. from an art gallery. They were like <laughs> sitting in the waiting room of some weird art gallery. Yeah. Yeah. There are like spotlights yeah. in four areas of this room. And he's not sitting with the rest of his family. They're huddled in one corner. He's alone in another. And, and I, he's just having a flashback of all the good times we never saw. Oh, God, oh, all these scenes that got cut from this movie where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, when were they painting the house? It looks adorable. I know, Why when they got locked out on the rainy day and they were oh, like, oh. God, could you imagine watching that? Could you imagine watching these two have any sort of relationship before this? I mean, it was, you're like, oh, so I see. Maybe he does care for her. And there's, he's crying and there's blood dripping and she's got an oxygen mask on. And you're like, oh, my God, is she going to, what is happening to this uh, movie what, Yeah, exactly. What kind of turn baby? did this yeah. movie take? Um, and then they take him back. They say, okay, you could see the, your wife. Um, right. They don't, we don't know. 
and uh, he stands at the door awkwardly too. I'm oh, like, so are long. You? She even <laughs> says like she waves him in, and he yeah. still stands there. Yeah, like afraid to. I don't know. And then she tells him, you know, we have a boy. It's a boy, and uh-huh. he's yeah, and it's okay. And yep. um, yeah, they have a little scene of the three of them together in bed. In a better movie, this scene would have done something. Yeah. Like, oh, it is wait. We're not so emotional. And they're finally, they finally have some sort of bond. Mm-hmm. And they seem legitimately relieved and happy for the first time in this movie. And maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the whole right. point of this movie is that a baby is the greatest thing that you could ever do with your life and everything else is worthless garbage. But I'm like, I don't care about any of this at this point. I really don't. And it's, it's way too little, way too late. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. The ending isn't just that they're a happy family with the baby. The ending is that he finishes his titular book called she's having a baby. I loved it because I looked at it and I went, did he write this movie? Yeah. Is yeah. This, did this Is turn this just the writing into a of the screenplay? movie? Yeah. jeez. Oh, uh, uh, Jamie, please tell me you watched the credits. Please, please, no, please. No, I didn't. I didn't. No. I was over it. No. Why? What happens? All did, right. Do you still have, do you still have like the 24 hour rental yeah, or sure. 48 hour? Holy shit, Jamie. Watch the fucking credits. How are the Jamie? ending credits more interesting than the opening credits? <laughs> Jamie, do you want to see John Candy? Do you how, want to see Dan Aykroyd? When did, how did they get involved? Oh, do you want to see Ted Danson? Why are they there? They're all there just saying baby names. It is amazing. It is. It's like he That's wandered the onto the lot of NBC and ABC and all of his movies that he was making at the time because all the actors, Matthew Broderick's in it, everybody's there. And they just there. say baby names? They're, yeah, they say baby. They're trying to name this baby. Oh. And they're saying goofy names and they're saying real names. And it's all people that have been in his movie, his movies dressed as their characters credited on IMDb as their as their character names. How funny. I wonder if this really was written like if he wrote it when he was having his first kid and then he had all of this was like. Some sort of parallel to when he yeah. did have his first game. Mm-hmm. We spend forever, because you know that he was making The Great Outdoors during this. Oh, okay. We spend forever with Dan Aykroyd and John Candy. I would They're, have enjoyed this. Yes. You really should watch it. It is. All right. It's legitimately funny. I was glad I stuck around. Just And it takes like 20 seconds I'll to get into it. I'll take those 20 seconds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It, no, it's, I didn't. It's and really I'm worth so it. disappointed. All right. Uh-huh. Because it would have made me like this movie. Because in the end, did you they like would this not have movie? Made you like the, I watched it and I don't like this movie. No, I don't like this movie. I don't recommend this movie. No. I am um, really souring on the works of John Hughes. Yeah, I I understand he's an icon. I know that I know that I might be a little bit too young. Like I think that's one of the things. I think I'm like five years too young like when he was making movies about (laughs) high schoolers i was still in elementary school so i didn't see these till later and most if not all these i haven't seen until now so Mm. i don't have that nostalgia for them yeah this this was i think this was the worst no the worst 
And no, 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 not not the worst movie we've seen. No, but, but the like, worst John Hughes you've you yeah, covered. Yeah, I would watch Sixteen Candles before this. There was enough humor in that movie. Yeah. Um, you know, I can get past the rapey shit and all the you know <laughs> all that stuff. And I could even, for as creepy as some kind of wonderful is, Leah Thompson was pretty good in it. Yeah. And like, who was it? Eric Stoltz? I don't even know if it was I, Eric I Stoltz in it. But but that that had some charm to it. This has no charm. <laughs> There's no charisma unless alec baldwin is on screen this has nothing i yeah. hated this movie i you really didn't like didn't. it you didn't like it yeah yeah i didn't either i'd seen it and i liked it i think when i saw it but i think it was because i was a damn impressionable kid then um <laughs> but uh yeah or I, I didn't i don't know that i necessarily like liked it when i saw it but i i didn't like it now Okay. So there's that. Yeah. What a dud. I I still, I still can't. And I think I I had a little more. I was remembering, like I said, a hodgepodge of other movies, and I think Nine Months was involved in that. I think. So for my recommendation, do you have a recommendation? What's yours? No, no. (laughs) You just started to say what yours was. Go ahead. Because I, I actually have. I have never seen these two, but they are two other movies about having a baby. That I think are probably better than this movie about. Wow. Having a baby. Okay. If I've seen them, I will let you know let if they're know. better or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. I haven't seen the Baby Mama movie with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh, um, it's better. It's yeah, better. It's better. It's better. Okay. And it's then better. this, I again, I just literally googled like movies about having a baby because I was sure. like, what have I seen? And what? Um, this looked the, the cute cast that John Krasinski and Maya Rudolph. Away we go. Um, haven't seen it. Great movie poster. I yeah, love the poster. cute movie it's like poster. An illustrative yeah. movie poster. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. that and it, the, when you read the little bio or the little info about it, it's a couple that are they kind of right. go on a little tour to find out where's a great place to live to raise their baby. I was like, oh, that could have been an interesting oh. little take. Both of those seem like better <laughs> having a baby movies than this, and I haven't seen them. But they seem I love like how they your would be. idea for recommendations is well, anything can be better than this, so I don't know. <laughs> I literally you... Googled other things and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like Watching an movies. actual video from the eighties about how babies are made is probably right. better yeah. than this. One yeah. of those movies they show you during like the Lamaze sex education class or movies. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yes. I'll take that would it. be it might be better than watching this. Please We're really beating up this movie, but I think it deserves it. This I, is it does. misguided all over. Like this is a movie that I thought might be funny or maybe emotional. It was neither. And I was no. shocked by that. Um, my, I am so, I'm so surprised. Uh, I'm kind of happy you brought up Amy Poehler. Um, hey, did you know Amy Poehler was a director? Yeah. Oh, you knew that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I had no idea that she had directed anything. Um, and I watched a documentary that she oh. directed called Lucy and Desi. Oh, yeah. About yeah. Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Yeah. And I was interested to watch it because I watched. Holy shit, Jamie. I watched Being the Ricardos. What a pile of garbage oh, that movie was. Yeah. That's terrible. I, I know. I, well, I didn't even get through the whole thing. It made me so sad. Holy wow. Same I was shocked by that. And again, like, that was I another like one. I like Nicole Kidman. She is, that was 
a terrible, terrible, terrible. And you're this is like America's comedy queen, and this movie was yeah. not funny at all. It wasn't funny. It no. wasn't interesting. No. They tried to cram like eight different plot lines yes. into a single movie and pretend it all happened during one week of this show. Yeah. I I couldn't believe I, it. I didn't watch the whole thing. We couldn't get I, I'm, it. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. Hey, guess who turns out to be the hero of the movie in the end? J. Edgar Hoover. Oh. Did you see that happening? Not at no, all. No. That all. creepy asshole <laughs> is the hero of this movie. It's so dumb. Oh. But then... After I watched that and was vomiting, um, Amazon said, I should watch this documentary. It's delightful because it's just old footage of them Mm -hmm. and interviews from family and friends. So I'll watch that instead. Yes. First of all, it's like 40 minutes shorter. Much better. Much better. It's it's really, really good. Um, so if people have not seen Being the Ricardos, please don't watch it. Is that it. your it's... recommendation from this movie is the documentary by Amy Poehler? Yeah. I love yeah. it. Nice. Because done. There, there are a couple there yeah. are a couple that had, you know, their ups and downs sure. like this couple did. But boy, they actually have an interesting story to yeah, tell. <laughs> like this couple did not. Right. Well, exactly. Fair to say she's having a baby. We're not having it. We are not nope. having it. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-hmm. No more babies for us. No. All right. So uh, our, next episode, <laughs> our next episode is going to come out on April Fool's Day. And we're not doing anything funny. We're not doing a comedy. First of all, Jamie, because I thought this movie we just watched was going to be a comedy, which yeah. it wasn't. And four weeks from now, we're going to do a comedy. So I did not schedule a comedy for mm-hmm. our next episode. Um, but we are, strangely enough, going to stay on this baby train mm-hmm. uh, because we're covering another movie. It doesn't have anything to do with babies, but the word babies is in the title. We're going to be talking about Solar Babies. Oh. Uh, it's a movie starring Jamie Gertz and, uh, and Jason Patrick, mm-hmm. a movie that is not Lost Boys. Um, and April is Physical Fitness Month. And I can't think of a better workout than rollerblading everywhere you go, which is what the characters in this movie do. So that's going to be what we talk about next time in two weeks. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will see you again in two weeks' time. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, ready? Dream a little yeah. dream.
I mean, that's a great movie. That's one of our best, even though we lost the podcast. Isn't that the episode no. that we lost? Oh, God. I just, it's already a mess. <laughs> we lost License to Drive. <laughs> dream a Little Dream was a movie you and I both hated so much. 